Hello, Nana Nation. Welcome to another deranged episode of Wow, I Had Mustard. It's your boy, Melky, a.k.a. Mr. Boombostic, and I'm feeling fantastic. I'm joined by these three sexy mofos. First up, it's the smooth operator, John DeNoir. How are you, buddy? I'm all right, man. Been been good. A little tired today, but uh, I'm good. Yourself? Eh, can't complain, man. I'm Mr. Boombostic. Next Next up, we have the king of all wit, Bob Walker. What's good, baby? How's it going, boys? I'm glad to be back with you guys. And let me just open this beer right here. Oh, that's nice. Here we go. The Mexican in me is very proud of you right now. (laughs) And last but not least, it's Mr. Cheeto Fingers himself, Gooby. What's good, bro? Oh, you know, just hanging in there, just hanging in there, you know, getting ready to uh, do another mustard podcast. I'm excited. It's been a while. I just have like one favor to ask from you. Yeah, what's that? Please don't show us your TDs, all right? I had that already. There's nothing under the sweater, just fucking my TDs. <laughs> Hey, hey! Shout out to uh, shout out to your guys' podcast that I just guest starred on. Had a blast. I love that. Yeah, one. that's awesome. Uh, I'm glad. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, boys. Well, let's get rolling, boys, and let's start it. with everybody's favorite segment: movie reviews. Take it away, Bob. Oh, that nostalgia hitting everybody right there is because movie review time. Our first movie is the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle from 1990. Uh, I'm going to start it off. This movie out of five for me, three and a half. I'm going to a possible four because of nostalgia alone. I'm looking at this movie like a superhero movie made 30 years ago. And I'm thinking it's not bad. I'm thinking it's not bad. (laughs) <laughs> if you guys go back and watch Mighty Ducks or any other of our childhood movies, some of them suck. They suck hard. But this, Casey Jones killed it. Some of the humor, Splinter is on point. So I had a blast watching it. I loved it. Almost four. So I'll, I'll say four. Screw it. Four out of five. <laughs> <laughs> let's go, uh, let's go, Gooby. You know what? Uh, I'm pretty much in agreement with you. I'm going to give this movie a three and a half to four ish. I'm more leading towards a three and a half. Um, you know, for that time, man, those costumes were amazing. Yeah. Like, like the, the just like, I, I was like, uh, yeah, it's been a long time since I watched it. So I'm just like sitting there. I'm like, and I turn it on and I'm starting watching it. I'm like, this was made in the 90s, and for the 90s, like, the costumes, uh, 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 Splinter's costume, the Turtle's costume, you know, everything was just, it was nice. And then with the 90s music, too, man, like, it just brings you back. Like, yeah, technically, I'm a 90s or an 80s baby because I'm born in 89. I grew up in the 90s. But, yeah, I was a little young for all that. But, honestly, 
like the music still hits you. You're like, oh man, this brings you back to like some good classic mu- movies. And then just the the one liner quotes, like the dudes and the fucking cowabunga. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh man, like this is bringing it. Like I I don't know. I, I I'm gonna give it a three and a half. You know, the last like half hour though, I I, I started to like fall off. I'm like. Yeah, you're looking at your phone for a bit, and you're like, All yeah, right. it, it, it was it was starting it was starting to get to that like, yeah, it's nostalgia, but at the same time, it's like, you know what, like, I don't, I think it's a one time nostalgia every couple years or five years, I'll turn it on to just kind of see what it's like, but yeah, um, I'm gonna give it three and a half. I still love it. It's still a good one. I still think the second one is the better one. I'm about to watch it. I haven't watched it again yet. I'm about I, to. I, I love the second one go, the go, most. Go, go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> go ninja, go ninja, go, go ninja. So yeah, um, I'm gonna give it three and a half. Uh, Melky, what do you think? Well, boys, this movie holds dear to my childhood heart. I loved it then, and I love being a turtle now. Woo! For a '90s movie. Like, the action is pretty, like, legit, you know? Uh, and going back to what you alluded to, Bob, with the, with the costume, or Gooby, sorry. Gooby, yeah, Gooby. Yeah, the costumes are pretty awesome. They, they still look pretty uh, lit um, watching it uh, this time around. With the flips and spin kicks, they held up. Yeah, like, you know, the choreography was pretty, uh, was on point, you know? It was, you know what, I'm still shell-shocked how entertaining <laughs> the movie is. Like I still relate to Raphael. He's he's hot tempered like me, so you Didn't know. Did you love when he screams Splinter? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, he's definitely wears his heart on his sleeve. So yeah. I, I I can relate to that. So Cowabunga guys, I'm giving this movie four Cheeto fingers out of five. Wow, three positive. Let's uh, end it off here with John. Let's go, buddy. All right. Um, big movie. Uh, for me growing up, big movie for me now, I would say. This movie did a lot for for the time being. Like, if you ever go on Netflix and you watch, like, season three of a, what's that show called? The Toys That Made Us or whatever? And you oh, learn yeah. That yeah. Books, it was super dark. And then even during production, because all the, 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 the costumes themselves are on point, but they're made by Jim Henson. And even like the uh, NASA Splinter, so all that was done by Jim Henson, and then they had to shoot the film darker than it actually had to be because you could see some of the body parts from the people wearing them. Mm. This, moved, this was like the biggest independent film until Blair Witch Project came out in 1999. This for me is is a straight five Cheeto fingers. Wow! It's an incredible well, movie. For yeah. What it did cinema and and the time. Considering that movie also pushed Ninja Turtles more into pop culture than anything else, so it's it's crazy. There you go, five so, Cheeto figures. Yeah, so four absolute positive reviews. And can I just say the actor who played Casey Jones? I forgot it was that guy. How young and jacked he is! Because now right. you see him as an old man actor, right? But he actually plays a great Casey Jones, Elias Odius, I think his name is, or something. Yeah. I did. I wrote that down. I wrote that down to like Casey Jones. I was like, and I didn't bring it up because you already brought it up. But yeah, he uh, he he fucking killed it as Casey Jones. Yeah. All right. So I'm loving that. I love that it brought back some nostalgia for all four of you guys. So the second movie we're doing 
is a sequel, a pretty recent one, too. We're doing Equalizer 2, starring our boy Denzel. And you know what? Let's start it off with John. Why don't you start off, buddy? Denzel, Denzel. What can I say about my man? Uh, sorry for the luck. I'll give this like a three and a half. I believe this is the weaker one of the two equalizers. Still a great movie. Still still watch it three times during the time we uh, talked about watching this movie. Fantastic movie all around. Only complaint, not as strong, but I love, I just love Denzel Washington in this movie as his character. Such a fucking badass. So yeah. I, I guess give it three. Three Cheeto fingers. Okay, well, I'm going to give my review, and my review is a three out of five. Uh, The first Equalizer actually holds a place in John and I, our heart, and we watched it the first time, and we quoted it so friggin' much, some of those quotes. Denzel as pretty much John Wick. Um, This movie, what John said, it wasn't as good as the first. There were some great action scenes, but it was just kind of a typical by-the-numbers, like, john wick like action hero that all the movies are the guy's indestructible can't die he can take out 150 guys on his own no problem the scenes are sick he makes some great quotes so uh definitely the lesser of the two i'm gonna give it three out of five i still enjoyed it uh melky let's hear from you buddy uh pretty much what we both alluded to uh like it's a good movie i mean denzel washington is Always Mr. Calm, Cool, and Collective. Um, apart from the occasional lull, I mean, movie provided tons of action and suspense. I placed this like what you guys, again, alluded to, like the John Wick and Taken franchises. Like, the first ones are always great, and then they make a sequel, and it's good, and then they make a third, and then it's meh. You know, it's pretty much the same movie, just with different actors, different villains, and different stories, so to speak. So... Again, not as good as the first one, but it was it was a good watch. I will give it 3.2 Cheeto fingers and a bunch of Denzel Washington close-ups. <laughs> That's where the point two comes from. Yes. <laughs> okay, uh, Gooby, finish us off, buddy. All right, so I, I was just doing a quick little research because you were bringing up John Wick. Uh, the Equalizer came out before John Wick. Looks like about two weeks before John Wick, but um, no, I, I give it. I give it a three. I give it a three out of five Cheeto fingers. Um, the like, like you guys kind of alluded to earlier. I, I think the first one was better. You know, the action scenes though are still phenomenal. Denzel Washington, Denzel Washington. You can't go wrong with him as an actor. Um, no, they they do have some good one one wow one liners in there, but uh, yeah, it it didn't live up to the original. I don't think a lot of movies do um, live up to their original if if they're like a really really good movie at the start. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm gonna give it a three 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 out of five Cheeto fingers. It it, uh, it was an alright movie. So we're pretty much all in agreement. I mean, I, I do like the, I forget his name now, but the bad guy, his kind of old buddy, I do like that actor. And that scene where he walks up to them and he's like, yeah, you killed my friend. I'm going to kill all of you. Like, that's just a fact. What a badass scene. That almost gave it a full positive review. Just that scene alone for Equalizer 2. Are you talking the, the rape that scene? scene? 
the the scene where he they're on the street and he goes up to like oh, the three okay. guys okay. outside he's just like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i just want you to know like no matter what you're dead i'm killing you we're <laughs> done it's done with it's over it's like okay yeah and the, yeah. Right. the worst part is do it once <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, walk, shoot him with the handguns and the guy and the guy's wife drives him home yeah <laughs> love that scene okay yeah. so yeah, pretty I positive the rape, movie. I thought the rape oh, yeah. scene was pretty uh pretty dope where um yeah from the uh the lift and he comes back and he wants an explanation and he just fucks them all up with the credit card yeah yeah. yeah they know man movie people know how to cast just the douchiest guys that so you're like i want him to get the shit kicked out of <laughs> that look, you're gonna get smacked i tell you what uh, wait, you, Mo, you're or Melky, you're talking about the credit card scene. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, okay, so I kind of I, I I don't want to go too deep into this, but with John Wick and that movie coming out kind of the same time, like, do you think these producers just called each other? And goes, yo, like, you just want to use some random ass fucking utensils or fucking just like inanimate objects to fuck people up with? John Wick with a fucking pencil, this guy with a credit card, like. Like, where do they come up with this shit? They're just like, yeah, let's fuck it. Like, just fuck them up with whatever you see on the fucking table at the time. You, like, you gotta warm up everything for an action scene. What's that? You can't what's like, that? Oh, okay, what? Yeah. I'm trying to see. Uh, Johnny, you said something? Yeah, I said weapons of opportunity. Like, you're that skill. You can use make anything as a weapon. I think that's part of the cinematic. Yeah, no, that's. I agree. Well, well, it's like those that's, memes. Yeah, yeah. Jesse, what were you going to say? Well, I was going to say they're just trying to one-up each other because no director or producer is going to be like, hey, you remember that sick action scene we saw in that Arnold movie? Let's just redo it shot for shot. That was the perfect kill scene. Let's just redo it. So you're always trying to invent something new. Yeah, that's that's one thing that I like is like they're just like, you know what? Whatever's whatever's around, just pick it up and start fucking people up with it. Like, might as well. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> speaking of something, speaking of something new, Johnny, next month is you on movies, buddy. What are your selections? Ooh, give me a. I'm gonna surprise you guys at the end. Give me a. Give me a little bit. You gonna surprise okay, us okay, at the want, end? You want us at the end? Okay. Oh, All like right. It, so like a little so, teaser for everybody. So I want you to marry. You what? You want us to marinate in it? Oh, marinate. <laughs> okay. Right. So, uh, yeah, our our podcast was well, I had mustard, and we got it from uh, the Simpsons, right? And uh, so we decided to pick our not, I guess, not favorite characters, but our like favorite characters that aren't the main characters in the in the show. Yeah. What's it? So, so uh, you know, we're. I don't know how far or deep we're gonna get into this, but uh, Melky, why don't you hit us off with uh, your favorite non-main character in The Simpsons? Well, I'm picking everybody's lovable drunk, Barnard Arnold Gumble. Like, it's a no-brainer. <laughs> I mean, Bar- Barney is the town drunk of Springfield, and he's Homer's best friend. Like. <laughs> His loud belches in desperation for alcohol serves as a frequent source of humor on the show. Barney's Barney was actually inspired by the cartoon character Barney Rubble from the Flintstones and so, several other barflies on TV. So my favorite Barney lines. 
Did something crawl down your throat and die? It didn't die. Boom. <laughs> After or my actual absolute favorite is you know episode or when Marge is a cop and they're playing poker in the house. So Barney, you know, he's a drunk, obviously. So Bar- Barney's concerned about the beer. So he asks, after this case and the next case, there's only one case left. <laughs> Barney's right. Like, he's just freaking out. And the best part of the monorail song belongs to Barney, where he just adds or asks, what about us brain dead slobs? <laughs> <laughs> I hear they'll be giving cushy jobs. <laughs> Were you sent here by the devil? <laughs> <laughs> like it's just Barney's just so many things. Like he uh, he's a intelligent guy, but he's just lost in the world of alcohol. And Mo doesn't help with his addiction. So thank you, Barney, for aspiring me to be a drunk. And you're my favorite side character. The greatest hey. filmmaker from Springfield. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! All right, uh, Ball. What is your? Who is your favorite non-main character in The Simpsons? Yeah, so we can't choose a family member. This was so hard, and I mean, honestly, you can't go wrong, right, boys? I think I went through maybe ten characters in my head for days trying to figure out who I was going to do, and I landed on my absolute favorite. (laughs) Sideshow Bob. Sideshow Bob. (laughs) By the great Kelsey Grammer. How can you not love Sideshow Bob? Constantly after our main boy, Bart. <laughs> can you uh, can you tell us about your tattoo that says, Die, Bart, die. No, no, no. It's German for the Bart. The. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously nobody German can be evil, boys. <laughs> so I went on an absolute tear. I looked up every Sideshow Bob episode The Simpsons had. I watched them in a marathon. So I'm going to give you my top three Sideshow Bob episodes that you guys need to watch, oh. even though I know you've all watched them probably a hundred times. And anybody listening to this, you've seen it a hundred times. Number three, Black Widower. That is the one where he marries Marge's delightful sister. Selma? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to kill me. I want everybody right now to tell me. Who is thinking about killing her <laughs> in the courtroom? Yeah. <laughs> be, honest, be honest. Be honest. Yeah. So that is just an all-timer episode. Uh, number two, Brother from Another Sitcom. That is where David Hyde Pierre guest stars. And Sideshow Bob actually kind of takes a good guy role in this episode. A little change of face, but a classic nonetheless. I mean, his, when his groin hits the pipe and he just slides. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a laugh right away. Or when, like, yeah. the workers, the coveralls don't quite cover all. <laughs> I just, no, 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 I like about it. Like, and it's, it's just like the, a small feature is the fucking giant ass shoes. Yeah. Like, just like, come on, like, bro. <laughs> and, and doesn't he take his shoes off one time and like his foot's just fucking ginormous doesn't it unfurl too as funny yeah. <laughs> yeah. okay <laughs> okay and the number one sideshow bob episode which might be just an all-timer simpson episode is cape fear 
with the Thompsons. With the Thompsons. You know exactly what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just say Bart's lucky that the boat crashed right near a brothel. This episode I've watched multiple times. It's at the best. Homer, everybody's on par. Hey, Bart, do you want to see my new mask and chainsaw? (laughs) (laughs) So definitely... uh, <laughs> yeah, I love Sideshow Bob. So that was my pick. I could have gone with so many others, though. Yeah, there, there is. There's just so many that you can pick from that. Like, it, it's hard. Like, you can, you can even do like one-off characters that are like real people. But like, it's it's hard to pick. Um, let's go with uh, John. John, who do you got as your uh, favorite non-main character? This was hard hard for me like i was even thinking about there's a few i had in mind like i was thinking about jacques but he's only there for one character he's only there for one episode uh i was thinking about uh, i was thinking about carl like the homer's assistant also was a good one but he's only a one-off also so i'm gonna have to pick i'm gonna have to pick willie groundskeeper willie's hilarious one of my favorite by far yeah you have to uh, he's not. He's not. He's not in the bar like everybody else. But his his aggressiveness is just hilarious. I, I find and things just don't work out for him. My favorite <laughs> episode, one of my favorite lines has to be when Bart brings his dog to school for show for show and tell, and then the dog just through the the ventilation system. Uh, Groundkeeper really goes into the <laughs> goes goes to the lunchroom or what's her name? Lunch Lady Boris or whatever. No, Doris. 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 And he's just like, grace be with me. He like rips off his overalls and shirt. He's just like all jack. And she's like, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking ventilation system. Uh, yeah, ground, groundskeeper Willie is, is a good one. Yeah, you Scott sure are a contentious bunch. <laughs> I, I love when he's singing that song, Maniac, in the park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's good to see you, Willie. That's not what you said to me the first time. <laughs> does he does he pull the string? And this is what I I, I think I watched uh watched that episode not too long ago. Actually, he pulls a string in the fucking waterfalls, but he's in the middle of fucking like a like a, a park. Like it just yeah, you drops. Have to. Fucking weird. showmanship, showmanship. Uh, Such a good pick, Keeper Willie. Has to be when uh he's at the park talking about Scott's Toberfest. <laughs> Just catch Bart. <laughs> he yelling at uh, Seymour Skinner. You used me. You used me, Skinner. <laughs> you used me. <laughs> it's like, you're, you're Scottish. You shouldn't know this was not a real holiday. <laughs> Yo, I, I think one of my favorite quotes is when he's talking with Skinner. He goes, I'll bring those kids back dead or alive. Not dead. Oh, you never let Willie be Willie. <laughs> that's the last time you tickled your willy or when he fights the wolf and barts and then then they're and then they're walking out of the school and he's just drinking with the wolf goes oh don't worry last i was fighting wolves before you were a little wee little pup yeah. Oh man, but uh, what's that? What about yourself? Who's your favorite? 
Uh, I want to go with, uh, you know what? He, he, he's just, he's a stupid one. He likes to get his finger caught in his nose, but he's got the greatest fucking one-liners. I think of all of Simpsons. You're I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Ralph Wiggum. All right. He's got the greatest one-liners that I, I, I don't know if you guys agree with me, but every time he comes on, he's just, he's got the, he's got those one-liners, you know, the, <laughs> Uh, you know, I bent my Wookie. That's a good one. <laughs> you know, uh, I drank the blue stuff from under the sink. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, go apple, go orange, go banana. Like, I don't know. I just, I like that kind of, like, stupid classic humor that, that he brings to an episode when he's in it. And yeah, of course he's fucking stupid and he's got no fucking brains, but it, it just makes it for a good laugh in the end. Uh, what do you guys think? My cat's breath smells like cat food. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, can you chew, chew, choose me? <laughs> That's some good episodes that are based off him though, where he's like the lead. Yeah, yeah there there are some there are uh, some good good episodes. Yeah. Wanted to run for president. Oh yeah, that one. That was funny. Oh yeah. He's one of those original characters that was like different in the early seasons with a deeper voice and everything too. Hey, eh? how some of them were drawn differently. Mm-hmm. Oh, is this like when Smith was black? Yeah. And <laughs> oh, and what color is Moe's hair again? Blue or it was sun? blue in one episode. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Ralph Wiggum, huh? That's your yeah. favorite. You know what? The one thing that always gets me, because I'm a gamer, and when he goes up to fucking Chalmers, he goes, Hi, Super Nintendo Chalmers! <laughs> I almost went his dad. I almost went Chief Wiggum. Oh, Chief Wiggum? Yeah, that's yeah. a good one, too. Him and Lionel Hutz, they were my backups. I almost went those two guys. I almost went Lionel Hutz so bad. I wanted to. Uh, I, I, was thinking, I was thinking Gil. Oh, Gil's a good one. Gil's a great one. Yeah. John, who were you thinking? Mr. Burns. Oh, Platt. Oh, yeah, that's a great one, too. Fuck. One of us should have done Burns. Smithers. I, I was thinking Krusty, man. Oh, uh, yeah. the, 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 uh, There's just so many. There's just so many non-main characters that are, like, still main yep, characters, yeah, but you yeah. can pick. Yeah. Hey, Krusty. Oh, hey, Krusty. Your monkey bit my son again. Well, maybe if he didn't lotion up with a banana-flavored suntan. <laughs> uh, no, I, I think I think we should definitely do a part two of uh, Simpsons character and uh, pick another uh, non-main character. Well, I mean, the show is named after an epic Simpson quote, so we probably we're, should. We're going to have multiple Simpsons segments, I think, going into the I future. I, okay, I, I know this is based off of, you know, the, the Simpsons with the wow I had much but I would love to do a Family Guy episode, too. <laughs> yeah, I'm, hey, I'll, I'll do whatever. You know what we should do, though, if we are going to do Simpsons? Let's not do characters again. Let's do something else. Let's choose favorite episode or top three episodes. I don't know, okay. something. Okay. We'll change it I'll up. Have we'll to watch it. I'll have to watch a bunch because it's been a oh, while. Yeah. yeah, your homework is to watch Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> Poor you. <laughs> God damn it. I got like right now off the top of my head. Yeah. Yo, there's already some episodes for sure. Fuck Hank Scorpio. There's another character I should have chose too. 
I can go on and on. We could just sit here and quote. If, if you guys, if the listeners just want to hear four guys quote Simpsons for an hour, no problem. Send, send, send us a DM in the Wow I Had Mustard Instagram page and let us know yeah. if you just want to do Simpsons <laughs> quotes for an hour. <laughs> we, we could just do that. <laughs> I have no problem. No problem. Oh, but like, yeah. yeah, we're talking something different now. Uh, another thing, part of our show, mustard, which we don't actually talk about either. Minus that one one time I mentioned a mustard bukkake. So, fellas, <laughs> what is your favorite type of mustard? I'm going to start with John, the chef of the group. Oh, professional. My favorite mustard? Yeah. Keen, spicy mustard. Little jar, spicy as hell. Followed by the, <clears throat> a fermented uh, Grady Dijon. So you you like it hot then? Yeah, man. It's, 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 <laughs> a little spicy. All right, no, that's fair. Actually, Dijon was was a consideration of mine, but I went in a different route. But you'll find out after when we hear from Gooby. Go. What's your favorite mustard? Um, I, I I'm first a little bit offended that uh, John is just the chef of the show when I did it for 13 years myself. I'm just a little offended over here, okay? Now, why don't you two have a cook-off one time? And I'm Bob down, 100%. <laughs> oh, you down, John? I'm down, 100%. But um, I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm just going to go with a classic grainy mustard. Um, I love it in cooking. And I, I especially love it in the potato salad. Um, and Show it can go on sandwiches... Salad. Show me potato salad, uh, but yeah, no, I, I, I definitely, I definitely love, I definitely love uh, grainy mustard. It gives a good texture, and uh, whatever you eat, uh, whether it be a sandwich, a uh, potato salad, or whatever you're cooking with, um, I do a great maple uh, salmon, a maple mustard salmon, and it's fucking to die for. You sear it. And then you put some fucking grainy, uh, grainy mustard and maple syrup, and you mix it. And you put it on top of the salmon. Delicious. But uh, yeah, uh, that that is my favorite mustard, grainy mustard. Okay. A little grainy. Very bah. And I already know your answer, but please enlighten the listeners. Yeah, this is a. Mustard. Yeah, this is a, a topic near and dear to my heart. Uh, <laughs> I did a lot of, I did a lot of soul searching. I thought about it hours on end. It kept me up at night, but I knew the answer. It was always in the back of my mind. And that answer was, um, I fucking hate mustard. I never fucking eat it. I have no selection. I'll put any other condiment on anything. I don't give a fuck. Fuck mustard. I hate it. So that's just my professional. I think I worked at McDonald's for a couple of years in high school. So my chef opinion, I guess, about mustard is that. <laughs> <laughs> he's on a show called wow i had mustard but guess what he doesn't have any mustard yeah, yeah episode one i said i was opposed to that thing too, so <laughs> fuck it. i fucking hate mustard i just got one other question for you Bob. what the fuck's yeah, the no matter problem. with you <laughs> yeah apparently i'm an eagles fan too man i might have been dropped on my head who knows, who knows? you know what, i though, can't when stand I was... the taste i can't stand the taste you know what? When I was younger, I wasn't a mustard person. I fucking hated it. But then it kind of grew on me throughout the years. 
I love mustard, man. You you can't go wrong on a hot dog. A hot dog isn't a hot dog without mustard. I don't get I can't is that do what must- your main? The three of you, your like main mustard thing. Like, what's what do you love it on? Like fucking it, hot dog. I, I like it's everything. I use it on a lot of things. Whether you're making a dressing, or whether, yeah. or whether it's on like a hot dog or on a sandwich. I feel like mayo and mustard are, are key components to a sandwich. Uh, there's. There's a lot. Like even maybe when I'm cooking a steak or whatever, like you make a mustard sauce, or even when you have a, like a schnitzel, you have a, you have a you have a mustard sauce for that too. The list goes on and on. Yeah, it just makes everything taste English. Yeah, it definitely works with a lot of things. I, I I can't do mustard alone. If I have a hot dog, I can't like I can't have like just mustard on the hot dog. I have to have something else. Because I can't do mustard alone. I like it combined with stuff. I, I can't just have it by itself. Yeah, because it's terrible. I get it. No, I, 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 I <laughs> it does. It has that. It, it, it does have a. It does have a weird taste at first, like when you first try it when you're younger. But um, no, alone, I've never liked it alone. I need it combined with, uh, you know, ketchup relish. And then on a sandwich with mayo. Um, but yeah. Fuck that. I'm, I'm taking mustard over ketchup any day. Fuck. Bye, you're crazy. No wonder no wonder nobody likes you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What what's your choice? What's your choice, you son of a bitch? <laughs> well, I mean, this was hard because I, I love mustard. Uh, it just goes like John was saying, it goes well with almost everything. But I went with the old classic honey mustard. Uh, I went with honey mustard because it works on so many levels. It's a sweet heat mustard honey. Uh, most honey, honey mustards are like a 50-50 mix of the two flavors together. It's smooth and silky. Great for dipping, dressing, marinades. It just works on so many levels. Uh, it just gives you like almost both savory and sweet. When it comes to, you know, a, a taste and uh, yeah, I just can't go wrong with honey mustard. So, uh, Dijon was my my second because uh, I, I love I love the aftertaste of Dijon, but I'm going with uh, honey mustard. What the- about a what about a honey Dijon mustard? <laughs> now that's just fucking mind blowing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it's out there. <laughs> I still I still prefer like. Just the honey mustard over like adding the Dijon. I think the Dijon takes away from that taste of the honey and mustard. So, but you know, that's a good idea. I, I might have to try that uh, in front of Ba one day. <laughs> hey, I, I got no problem watching you guys eat it. I'll enjoy Frank's barbecue sauce, whatever else you want. I don't care. I like Frank's. Frank's yeah. is all right. Frank's is I feel good. like, I feel like uh, we should do a hot sauce episode. That's not uh, a bad idea. That's not a uh, bad idea. Like, you know, like, what is your go-to hot sauce? I feel like uh, a lot of people might say Frank's or um, what? Uh, fuck, what's a sriracha or whatever, right? So, yeah. But, yeah, I'm down to do a fucking hot sauce episode for sure. Or, or which one burns your asshole the most? <laughs> <laughs> the last that time. There's the mustard spin. There's our podcast spin on that. <laughs> 
And and it'll, and it'll, you know what? That'll that episode will let me buy fucking hot sauce from fucking uh, hot ones and be able to eat them because that shit's yeah, but, expensive. But out of the four of us, honestly, maybe Frank's. What other? I think I might have one other small little bottle of hot sauce. I have, so I'll have to go out and get something. I got six. You got six hot sauces right now. Yeah, in my fridge. Well, shit, man. You just put me to shame. <laughs> I don't want to do a hot sauce competition with this guy. He's got the fucking Homer Simpson, like, candle wax, like, mouth no, and no, gut. No, he's, no, gonna... he's a little wuss. No, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little wuss, yo. Yeah. Okay. He has six his sauces birth- in his fridge right now. What? On his birthday, he was given uh, a gummy bear. Um, yeah. What, what was what was in the gummy bear, Gooby? You, you it was uh, the it was uh, nine million Scovilles. It's the uh, it's it's pure. Uh, I don't know what the extract is, but it's pure extract. And yeah, it's hot. And yes, I needed bread, but you needed <laughs> bread too. No, I didn't. No, yes, you I did. did you weren't there when I ate it. I took the rest of it. And all I didn't need anything. What I needed milk for was that insanity pepper I ate the other time. So yeah, you're a little wuss. Bah, don't don't get misconstrued with his the amount of pepper or hot sauces in his fridge. He's a little wuss too. Well, and, you know, to, yeah, to be fair, well, go ahead, go ahead, John, go ahead. I wouldn't care about essentially maybe the spices that you get from it initially. Like sometimes you have a hot sauce and it's just way too fucking hot for your for your dish and it just kills everything i don't find that enjoyable i want balance in my food yeah that's uh, that's sorry, true go ahead, yeah i was gonna say speaking of enjoyable and hot sauces though this just it reminded me this guy that i know um we were out for wings and he downed an entire glass of suicide <laughs> sauce like a crazy bastard and he definitely needed milk after that that, that was wing night, wasn't it? Was, yeah. Was yeah. yeah, I wonder who that we, we won't ever bring up that guy's name, but that was one of the crazier, <laughs> funniest things I saw at wing yeah, night. Yeah, that was, that was a good time. I remember that. Don't dare this man that I'm speaking of and, and bet money. Just do not do it, is what I'll say. Um, I, I do want to ask. Did I not? What? I did like a shot glass with a hot, of like. Dude, hot it sauce. was. A- Okay, so yeah, it was you, and it was a full glass, John. It was a full glass. And we gave you, like, 80 bucks. Everybody around the bar, the one guy was like, I'll give you 10, and everybody's like, yeah, I'll pitch 10 in. And you had 80 bucks, and you're like, fuck it, that's a lot. <laughs> and you did it, man. <laughs> I'll never forget that. <laughs> uh, John, I want to ask, though, you said you like flavor in your hot sauce, right? Yeah. So, have you watched Hot Ones before? On I YouTube? Will, yeah. Yeah. So, if fun. you ever if you ever get the chance, buy Los Los Calientes. It's in the middle of the pack. Is the <laughs> greatest fucking hot sauce I've ever had. It's got taste and it's got the heat, but not a lot of heat. It is amazing, and it's by far like, yeah. I I, I won't get get into it too much if we're gonna do a hot sauce episode, but. Yeah, it, it's fucking amazing. This turned into a hot sauce episode. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Put Tabasco on it. Yeah. Oh, All I right. fucking hate Tabasco. Okay, so that was... I know you guys were so fired up for the mustard review, so I'm glad that's friggin' done. We'll move on to a future condiment. But let's start a segment now that our buddy John 
brought on to the podcast. And this is our Cooler Talk, where we can talk about pretty much anything that's happening and our podcast spin on it, which everybody is dying to hear. So I'm going to start it off with a little serious note and date this podcast a bit. So in the last few days, the World Series was won by Los Angeles Dodgers. And there's a player on the team, Justin Turner. And halfway through the game, game six, uh, you find out that he's positive for COVID. So he leaves the game. His team wins. He comes back on to celebrate. This has created a fucking shit storm everywhere, as you would expect in 2020. So I want to know just kind of your guys' opinions. Um, and that was a little quick rundown. I can give you any more info to help out. But let's let's go Gooby because you, you knew the situation like me as well. So let's let's do it. What do yeah. you think? Um, I read, I read, I read a little bit about it once I saw the kind of like I was scrolling through Instagram or whatever it was and I saw it. So I read a little bit about it and yeah. So apparently he had inconclusive tests the day before. Um, then he went and played while they had an inconclusive test, knowing that he had an inconclusive test showing no symptoms. They get a phone call from the MLB office saying, hey, Justin Turner's got COVID. You need to pull him now. It was the uh, bottom of the seventh going into the uh, top of the eighth. And they pull him. They win. He comes back on the field. He's hugging people. He's high-fiving. He's kissing his wife. There's fucking photos all over the internet of him kissing his wife. Like, dude, you like I understand you just won the World Series and you want to celebrate, but it's it's – you have COVID, like, and now they're talking about are the Dodgers getting like are as a team are the Dodgers going to the airport and flying back home or are they now quarantining all of them right now because until they all get tested again and I I've heard that some Dodgers have already left to go home and like that that's insane to me especially when a player who just high fived half the team celebrated with you guys and now you guys are flying like this this is a complete lack of judgment from the mlb and the dodgers franchise especially after winning a world series uh, well Melton, the mlb you... is separating itself from this situation you oh, can yeah that. they're roasting the the turner and the dodgers they're they're not going to be held accountable rob manfred's such a piece of shit the commissioner of baseball melky yeah just like gooby was saying what's your opinion buddy well, actually, guys, uh, it's being said that it was Turner's decision and his decision alone to disregard the protocol and jump back into the dugout and start kissing. Yeah. So the Dodgers are claiming that they had no recollection of this, you know, transpiring. As they so hugged them. <clears throat> yeah, well, there's, a, <laughs> you know, there's a full-out investigation happening by the commissioner and the, the head ups in the MLB, so it, it's it's a shame because you're taking away a celebration where the Dodgers have been in drought of a World Series for the longest time, and it's supposed to be one of those miraculous celebrations, you know. And now it's being tainted with you know this COVID case. So hopefully they get to the bottom of it. Uh, it's a shame. I, I mean Turner, I know you wanted to celebrate with your boys, but you, you know better. You know better, buddy. The world is different. The world is in a pen- pandemic, so you really, you really fucked up on this one. Uh, 
Before we get to John, uh, I don't know if you guys agree with me, but I know that uh, players get a uh, bonus for winning the World Series. I don't know how much it is and or what he makes a year, but I feel like that bonus and at least half his salary for that year should go to uh, COVID relief because, like, that's just fucking ridiculous to me. Like, I feel like he should be fined. The Dodgers franchise should be fined. And... I feel like there, there should be, be more. Punishment. There well, will be punishment. Yeah. He'll, he'll be missing a large amount of games next year as well on top of whatever financial uh, burden he's going to have to do. But, John, what what is your – how do you feel about what we're talking about? So they pulled him in the eighth inning, you say, right? The, they, yeah. So he had – they, they wait, test wait, him wait. on – sorry, go Don't ahead. indulge just my, my one question just that need to be answered. So he already okay. spent eight innings plus prior games with these people – had a couple of negative results, and then the eighth inning he gets pulled. So there's a large potential that all these people have already been contam- have been um, in contact with him already. Might have been already kissing his family, and whatnot. Like I understand what everybody's saying, but it's kind of like I'm not agreeing with what he did. It's wrong. At the same time, you guys are like, oh well, now he's positive. Now he should isolate. The whole team should isolate it after once because it's already past the point of no return. It's already too late. Yeah, he's in a bubble. So what you're saying is true. I mean, if he has it, there's got to be someone else with it. Yeah. They've been quarantined the whole time. So how did how did A, he get it, and B, he can't be the only one? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So to, to just bash him alone as a, as a singular player for this, it's, it's I don't know, it's a hard thing to, to say to just punish one person because of his poor choices when they're, like you said, they're in a bubble. They've all been with him the last like, two weeks or what is yeah two weeks or so. so more than one person on that team is contaminated is, is is has has it I believe his wife probably has it his kids because like when you get all your whole house has to go into quarantine also when you have you get test positive for it. Yeah, yeah. I uh, first the saddest thing and I agree with Melky on this is. The fact that the number one news today isn't that the Dodgers just won the World Series for the first time in a long time. It's like news story number four or five coming out of this. I've watched sports my whole life. I feel gutted because we'd all be in the same place. And if you're going to leave it up to the player or us as as an individual, we're going to go out there. You want to win that trophy. It's your entire life what you've been building towards. He's not going to say no. He's not going to be like, yeah, I'm cool with just watching from the level 500 in, in a hotel room. So you can't leave it up to him. I, I do. And, and the other thing I'm thinking too is what if this comes back as a false negative? This guy's name has been rung through the mud so fucking much in the last 24 hours. His reputation could be completely shot. He could lose money on the table. This could all be Stop for naught because it's like John saying, yeah, it's a bubble. He is either not the only one or somehow he's the only individual who got what the airborne version of COVID. So it's I'm thinking it's either a false negative and he might end up suing somebody. I, I don't know. So it's a very tricky situation, obviously very selfish on his part. It's 2020, man. You got to, you got to know a cancel culture and everything today. You just can't do shit like that. So yeah. the, the, the one thing I, I know we don't want to stay on this too long. The one thing that uh, I read also is that uh, when they were taking the picture, he was beside a coach who had just recently, in the past year or yeah, two, cancer. 
survived cancer. Yeah. There's a player on his team with medical issues as well. So, and there's, there's a couple of pregnant wives. There's, that's a lot of things. That's what a lot of people are upset about. It's not just him. It doesn't matter if Justin Turner gets sick because he chose to fucking go out there. It's if he gets other people sick. That's what yeah. people are pissed off about. So with yeah. that same point, why do we take away? A- why do we take away what? <sighs> Trap phrase is right. Why do we take, like, you, you blame him for his judgment, but at the same time, just being out there, you know you're at risk. Everybody's at risk at the same time. Mm-hmm. You go out in public day to day. You you run the risk of getting COVID. There's choices that other individuals who have a uh, compromised immune systems have taken to be there. I I'm not just like it's it's a bigger situation than I just think than just blaming one person. A- absolutely. If if it's a false negative. And kind of what you're alluding to, John, then yeah, you know what? His name's been rung through the mud. It's been complete bullshit. But if it is positive and how this world's going and he gets one, two other people sick with the media today, it's over for him. So that's the consequence. I agree with you. But if you're pregnant or if you have, uh, like I said, had a compromised immune system. And you're like, well, you know, some of these other athletes have been tested positive for COVID, but you know what? I'm still going to go out there and celebrate anyways. They've been tested or whatever. Like, you still took that risk on your own. That's the choice that, you, that those individuals made also. Yeah, that, that brings up an entirely good question. I mean, Magic Johnson was on the field. So if you're a pregnant woman or Magic Johnson, why do you have to go out and celebrate a championship that your fucking husband did? You should stay up. So John makes a great point there, too. What are they doing on the field? It's it's everybody's choice. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, Magic Johnson hasn't had HIV in a long time. We know he's cash. cash <laughs> we know it's concentrated <laughs> cash that's injected. <laughs> in and secondly, it just sounds like everyone's gonna need Lionel Hutz, attorney at law, to take care of this matter. So. <laughs> Lionel Hutz. I almost wanted to do Lionel Hutz for our thing, just for Phil Harmon. <laughs> just yeah. for Phil Harmon alone. Yeah, that, that that would be fuck, man. There's so many characters that we could do. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Gooby, when you were mentioning the picture taken, I honestly, and I know this is bad. I know it's a serious topic, but I was thinking of the softball team team picture, like at the end when they won the championship, where everybody's like basically missing, hurt, dead. <laughs> <laughs> Play softball. Remain to San Diego. <laughs> oh man. Oh. <laughs> I told you to cut that hair. (laughs) I told you to trim those sideburns. Yeah, trim those sideburns. Off the team for good. Yo, okay. I I know we're on this kind of COVID subject. Uh, Any like, and I know this is gonna air just after Halloween. But anybody fucking handing out anything this this year? And I'll be treating. I'll be trick or treating instead. (laughs) 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 Who are you going as? I'm going as a a guy with a contagious cough. As soon as you, (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, we'll see how just cough. That's that's a new way to steal fucking kids' candy. You just cough on their candy. Like, oh fuck, COVID. I gotta have to take that from you now. Yeah, let's start spreading the rumor that it goes through wrappers. So that's for sure. (laughs) Right. 
<laughs> Milk, are you guys handing out or not? Nah? Fuck no. We didn't, we didn't hand out candy when there was no COVID. So. <laughs> yeah, we get one kid a night, maybe two. So we're just going to have the lights off. <laughs> I don't. No, I'm one of those people I, I leave the light on. But I still don't answer the door. Those kids need to start walking more, okay? I know I'm fat. So, fuck it. They need to walk a little bit too, okay? So, that little step up to my house, it's good for them. Even though I'm not going to answer the door, it's still good for them. Gooby leaves an empty bowl and there's just arrows down the street saying, I for sure have candy, guys. I promise. Please make it all the way down here. And the kids are like fired up. They're going to get a full bar. A full bar. (laughs) Ubi's promised them from these signs. He fucking lies. Arrows to the back door. Meet me around back. Yeah, you want the kids to go through your back door in your what basement? Do you have a, do you have a white van <laughs> in your driveway too? Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Scavenger hunt. <laughs> Lure them to your gingerbread house. You monster. <laughs> you monster. It rubs oh. the lotion, eh? <laughs> It rubs the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. Oh, That's a great John, movie. John, are you uh, happy? No, I'll probably work it, man. Is your work handing out candy? I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck those kids. <laughs> are you guys handing out free food, baby? I don't know. <laughs> There's a lineup of kids going to every station at John's place. <laughs> and they just get to John. He goes, mm-mm, nah. Uh-uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, he's doing the, what's that basketball player's name? Fucking, uh, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, the Matumbo? Yeah, the Canadian Matumbo or whatever. Yeah. Oh, man. Doesn't he sound, uh, on a side note, doesn't he sound like the Cookie Monster? Just a little bit. Yeah. I feel like if the cookie, the voice of the cookie monster dies, they just get Dikembe Matumbo to replace him and everything's gravy. <laughs> no, speaking, of, speaking of basketball, though, fucking, yo, LA's just fucking living it up with fucking champions, by the way. Lakers won too. So, and they're not, no, no one's getting fucking parades. And LeBron James is a little pissed off about that one. I'm just I'm just throwing that out there. I, I read a I read a tweet that he was uh he's like, yo, why can't we just have a fucking parade? Dodgers win, Lakers win. Like and, and that's a hey, rough LeBron one. just wants his respect. LeBron just wants his respect. Oh fuck LeBron. I second that. Yeah, I said that too. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here, folks, from Wild Mustard. Fuck LeBron James. I mean he's a he's he's an amazing individual. But there's a lot of things I don't like about him. Yeah. If you call yourself the greatest of all time, you're officially not the greatest of all time. I, I agree with that one. I agree with that one. You know, Michael Jordan hasn't said it. Fucking Wayne Gretzky hasn't said it. Fucking Tiger Woods hasn't said it. They're, and they're yeah, the but greatest. you know what? I saw an interview with Chris Bosh, and, and he said it great, too. It's such an insult. To Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Steve Nash, any other great player throughout the years, Kobe Bryant, that LeBron's like, oh, I it only it's me and Michael, and I've officially passed him. I think it's good. Man, get the fuck out of here. It's such an insult. It's so in 30, 40 years when LeBron James is just an 
old man and we see highlight reels on YouTube virtual and it's the next great superstar, that's what it, the argument's going to be. It always happens. It, it's an insult to every other great basketball player. No, the only argument that LeBron James has over MJ is that he kept his hair longer because he got hair plugs. Or MJ just <laughs> embraced being bald. I'm not gonna lie. This is the second time we brought up hair plugs in podcasts. Yeah, he did the Rooney special. Fuck he LeBron. did the Rooney special. Oh man. <laughs> we're talking. We're, we're talking about. Yeah. We're sorry. We're talking about the Show Us Your TD podcast. By the way, I'm officially saying right now we're all gonna watch Space Jam Two with LeBron together. That's a done deal. Absolutely. That's done. That's done. <laughs> I, I'm in on that one. I'll trash that movie. I won't watch it. <laughs> you are no, watching, you would, watching it. John, no. you're not going to watch it? No, You ever that. see that? No, you see that uh, Clockwork Orange movie where they have the things keeping the guy's eyes open as he's watching all the crazy shit? I'm doing that to you, John. You're watching this fucking movie. Yo, we, we should do a live. Because I was like, no. Yeah, so John's in. So that's what I'm getting from this. <laughs> we should do a live recording of an episode while we're watching this stupid movie. Yeah, well, John will narrate. Yeah, that's sick. John, you that's have great. to be in on this. Yeah. I don't got to do it. No. Freaking Krampus in BC. <laughs> Mr. Grinch. So I love you. You're a mean one. <laughs> Mr. Grinch. Man, more money. What's that? I don't want to give the man more money. That's why you stream it. <laughs> <laughs> you illegally stream it. Oh, I'm just I'm just getting a note from the mustard legal department that we actually don't stream anything and, and we are not condoning that to anyone. We're not saying it's actually legal in Canada the to download, not upload. Yes, we don't stream. <laughs> Jesse, je, by your face, did you not know that? I I just don't even stream in, to begin with. I'm in in Canada, honest. it's actually legal to download movies, but we are not allowed to upload movies. And in the States, they are not allowed to download, but they are allowed to upload I think I actually remember that from the old LimeWire Kazaa days. I think I do remember that being scared of that law. That's hilarious. Joe, yeah, I remember that. I was like, <laughs> I was like doing fucking LimeWire or fucking whatever it was, and I was like, yo, this is so fucking good, but so illegal. Yeah, at, they're trying to download twenty South Park Simpson episodes. <laughs> I'm a fucking here, bad there, boy whatever. for doing this one. <laughs> yeah, like a this for my commercials or what? So you get a cease assist? You yeah. <laughs> yeah, your mom walks downstairs, you fucking close it. What are you doing down there? Are you watching porn? No, I was downloading. <laughs> <laughs> Childhood. Right. Oh, fuck. It was uh, good to catch up real quick with you guys. Yeah, man. Yeah. Good to talk to you guys. So yeah. I got my picks here. For yeah, rabbits. movie picks. I got Godzilla, nineteen fifty four. Has to be has to be the Godzilla from nineteen fifty four. The yeah, original. Nice. Okay. And my second one 
Here's one from France. Excuse my <laughs> French. Persepolis or whatever. What is it? Uh, pers- uh, check your... I, I, I'm not good at pronouncing French. Check your phone. Motherfucker. Did you pick a move you can't even pronounce? That's right. Yeah. I also picked why? Because they have no translation, so you got to watch and read the subtitles, motherfucker. <laughs> well, you know I'm not going to watch this movie now. You have to. have to. You have to, but I don't have to do anything. Just like John said, I don't have to do anything. <laughs> if we have to do a movie review on the fucking uh, on LeBron Space Jam, I'll watch it. That's about it. If you watch LeBron Space Jam with us live... I will watch just whatever fucking French movie you want to watch. You don't have a choice. You have to watch this for the next podcast. I do agree with that. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, yeah, just uh, just send it in the chat because I do not understand a word you're saying. You're speaking gibberish to me. He's still speaking English, man. He just <laughs> he's not <laughs> a French movie. <laughs> That's all it was. <laughs> <laughs> Like if Quimby, Quimby makes fun of those, um, the French, and they send the nuclear bomb in that Halloween episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I stand by my my French. I stand or, by my yeah. I uh or uh. It's pronounced chowder. <laughs> chowder. I kill you all. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, guys. Let's wrap this up. Next month, our movies is our French movie, Paris et Pauls, and Godzilla from 1954. I'm pumped for Godzilla for sure. Yeah. Pumped for Godzilla. Godzilla. And then what, next next podcast is my movie review, or my picks again, right? Yep. Unfortunately. Yeah. We're doing fucking pirates, and I'm not talking Caribbean. I'm talking the one that fucking Chabot sent me. Oh, there's like a one and two. I think there's a three as well. (laughs) You'll love the cinematography. (laughs) They're talking about. They got to be talking about porn or something. That's obvious. I knew it. I knew it. It's a spinoff of fucking Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh man. Yeah, great. We'll watch that together. I mean, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> whatever you guys want to do. <laughs> All right, boys. This was a blast. I had a laugh. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it's good uh, talking Simpsons mustard and French movies with you guys. <laughs> yeah. Have a good Halloween. And I hope everybody's Halloween was good when they hear this. Stay safe, stay cough free, keep warm, I guess. All right. Yeah. You guys want to add anything? Uh, Gooby, bah? Uh, you know, look for me, Melky, up on the uh, Show Us Your TD podcast about uh, football and fantasy football. Um, it's once a week. Uh, it comes out roughly around Wednesday to Friday. Um, but, yeah, we, we do a good podcast. Uh, Bob Walker's been on a couple episodes. So look us up on the uh, Show Us Your TDs on the uh, Not After 30 podcast. Bob? Yeah, it's, it's it's been a blast. I I can't wait. We've been talking as a group. We might have some stuff coming out next year. We're pretty excited about. We'll keep everybody in touch. But yeah, I, I guest star on these guys' great football podcasts and listen to me try to knock some sense into some friggin' Dallas Cowboy fans. So 
it's not always easy to listen to two cowboy fans. I get it. Trust me. So eat, they'll need me on. Eagle shit. Eat eagle shit. You ass be longer. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking notes, about. Speaking of Halloween, you guys have a safe Halloween, like John just said. And uh, yeah, we'll see you in a month. See you, man. <laughs> fucking terrifying. <laughs> hey, it's a Ralph Wiggum classic. <laughs> hey, guys. Ciao. Peace, Peace. guys.